0: DenebaCast is back. Today, we are joined by one of Newton South's fastest growing clubs, Women in STEM. On this episode, we speak with seniors, Marty Fairchild, Hannah Korshidi, Sarah Laughlin, and junior Jackie Holt. Well, let's get into the episode. As fall approaches, so does season four, episode three. I'm Brendan Weissel. I'm Aiden Geezer, I'm Justin Levy. And this is DenebaCast. So We recorded it in the summer, so if you're referring to someone as a rising junior or rising senior, they're already in that grade. And second of all, in the intro, I said that this was episode three of season four. It's actually episode two. Kudos to you if you got that. Without further ado, we are pleased to welcome on the Women in Stem. Uh, Alright, you guys are big The Nevercast fans, so let's introduce you to the show. We got three rising seniors and one... Rising Junior, uh, snap it up, first ever Class 23 member on the podcast. Yeah. so uh, That's it's a big accomplishment. There's a, there's a lot of people in your grade, and you're the first, so congratulations.
1: Yeah, Jackie. I'm yeah, so honored.
0: <laughs> all right, so you
2: guys can all introduce yourselves. Awesome.
3: But, uh, okay. Uh, I'm Hannah Korshidi. Uh I'm a Rising Senior.
4: Uh,
5: yeah, and I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> um, I'm Marty Fairchild, and I'm...
0: Senior. I'm Sarah Laughlin, I'm the third rising senior. I'm Jackie and I'm a junior. <laughs> well established, very nice. Well established. Uh, we can we can set the scene a little bit. Uh, once again, Aiden's uh, Aiden's porch, one of the most probably the best spot in all of Newtonmaster. There's a lot of good spots. Um, there's a school, there's two a lot of schools, but this backyard really, really holds true for a lot of good, a lot of good times. Justin, how are you feeling today, man?
6: Me, I'm feeling great actually, Brandon, it's a nice day. I ran this morning, had to wake up early. Um, Yeah, happy to be here, you know? But this episode's not about me, it's about you guys. So, Women in STEM, uh, tell us a little bit of your background, each of you individually. Um, Yeah, what uh, made you want to pursue this club?
3: Following before COVID, but nothing really took off with it, and so near the end of uh, well my junior year, um, you know, we decided to just do something fun with it because the girls who ran it were graduating, and so we ran uh, Women in STEM Day, and we held you know a lot of speakers, um, women like in different fields. We had some South alum just talk about their experiences, and it was really fun. And we're excited to keep it going this year. Yeah, I think
4: so. We had um, when. when of the club, if you will, um, we had one meeting and we talked to um, an OBGYN, an OB-GYN yeah. and it was really exciting. It was really there was a lot of um, there was a lot of good energy, a lot of good movement, and then it sort of flatlined, where it stopped, and there were no more meetings. I kept reaching out to the leaders and was like, why? <laughs> like, when's the next meeting? Like, I was really, really excited about it. It was a pretty solid following, yeah. um, and sort of towards the end of our junior year, when the these things graduating we were kind of like okay we this is something we're really passionate about this is something we really want to continue with so we reached out to Miss Lloyd shout out to Miss Loy Loy. Loy. Um (laughs) and yeah so then we uh, just and to kind of restart it again
1: And she was like so into it as well. She's like a young, a young woman in STEM. She mm-hmm. um, was a teacher biology teacher for like three years, and then now she's pursuing medical school. Mm-hmm. Which is like she was such a good person. To couldn't make it today, yes she's also yeah.
0: Have you had any meetings yet this year?
3: Um, well, we started super late in the year. So we had Women in STEM Day, and then we had one meeting after that. And, um, you know, we're hoping to pick it up when the school year starts, but it, obviously it's, like, super confusing yeah, right okay. now because we don't know what blocks in the day we can be with <laughs> clubs. Yeah, yeah. And also, Miss Loy, like Sarah said, is going to medical school, so we don't have a club advisor, and yeah. we're trying to find one. But we like, have no idea what Wind Day is. Yeah, or so like, like women block. block. Like, that's okay, yeah, yeah. but like we're gonna navigate for
0: women's dance. You know, about, it's well, it's tough. You know, yeah. the schedule. No one really knows. Uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah, I get asked a lot of questions about the schedule. Mm. I wish I could answer all them. It's really frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do have
4: high aspirations for the club fair, though. Yeah. So but, uh, we're gonna get candy. We're gonna get stickers. I feel like you four could up. put
0: on probably the best club fair performance in noon south history. So oh, maybe I'll yeah. we'll have to check it out. For sure. For sure.
5: Yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah swing by.
0: Awesome. Um,
2: Jackie, as a as a not senior, what are your plans going forward with the club? Do you wanna make it like even bigger or um, I'm probably gonna
5: take it how it comes this year and then see with Margo how we're gonna move forward with it. Um, hopefully before you guys all leave. <laughs> <laughs> not if Some sort of direction right. with the club. But just coming into the next year.
6: For those of us, maybe our listeners, who are interested in joining, maybe finding out more about you guys, where can they find more information about the Women in STEM?
3: Um, definitely our Instagram at nshs women in STEM.
6: <laughs> we we have a lot best. of
3: fun <laughs> infographics. Canva. Canva. I'm really good at Canva, you guys. Canva. I'm so good at Canva. <laughs>
6: um,
3: yeah, but we have are graphic design for real. Let's see. Bring up the Right, so we're not like officially on Family ID right now, but just by like following our Instagram and keeping up with stuff that we're doing, you can definitely be considered a member.
4: Yeah. absolutely. I think it's hard because the administration is switching,
3: so yeah, um, we need to get registered. On we need Family to get registered.
4: Um, we do have a bulletin board at South, so there's a big QR code that you can scan, so you can get. We have a pretty aggressive link tree, I'd say. Like, oh, yeah. I was checking it out earlier. It's
0: very good. I'm a big fan. Sure. One thing that I'm interested in is just like specifically what what field of STEM were you guys most interested in? Obviously, you're very uh, young in your uh, STEM lives, mm-hmm. but what direction have you already started pursuing?
3: Um, okay, I can start. Okay. I I have a lot of different interests. Um, I think mainly I'm really interested in um, neurobiology and cognitive science, like the way that applies uh, applies to linguistics and the way that people learn languages and perceive. Languages and noise and all that kind of stuff, but I'm also interested in like sustainability and environmental science. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Like
5: thinking like in something interdisciplinary, like something like public health, biology, society. Like something like. That. Yeah, I've always enjoyed math, like in all of my classes. And then freshman year, um, shout out Mr. Jack <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's doing really a good. great job with the shout You can tell yeah, we're she's we're the Navica- you can tell that she's the never oh, oh, yeah, listener. Did. That's oh, of course.
0: <laughs> Kudos to that's we great job.
5: i really don't know i'm like
4: marty in that aspect i know i'm
5: like i'm only a junior so i still have bio to take and then whatever like senior elective classes i can take too so i'm not sure yet. i feel like freshman physics was pretty formative though if
4: you if you had a good teacher like i got really into stem and if you had a bad teacher i think
0: think it's interesting that happens a lot i feel like like my favorite classes have all been like my favorite teachers, and yeah, now I'm taking my yeah, class yeah. again just because I want to be with Absolutely, that teacher. Yeah, totally. Not so much. I mean, I, obviously, the, the material is very interesting, yeah. but I think it's super interesting how that, how that happens just yeah. in general. So, yeah. good educators think, make good, yeah, especially as like a freshman. And
4: if you have a teacher that encourages you to continue with it, you have a teacher that's engaged and like really wants you to succeed, especially as a young woman as a freshman, like if they want you to succeed in STEM classes, it's like.
2: Especially yeah. You. yeah. 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 Sure. Um, like speaking on the impact that your teachers made on you, as you guys move forward into like a more like leadership position in STEM as like role models, like how will you make that impact on like freshmen and underclassmen? Or is that, is that one of your ambitions going forward with the club?
1: I think it's definitely yeah. an ambition, yeah. yeah. We've talked a lot about like how it's really important to us that the club is like introducing a lot of women in STEM like that are already established in their like just making a club where people feel comfortable and like confident and like empowered as women in um engaging in stem subjects
5: yeah
4: Mm -hmm. so we were thinking about we have a lot of ideas we were thinking about um so like 50 percent of the club meetings would be you know showing as either established women in stem or um women who are kind of like you know, like, tutor sessions and pairing up, you know, senior and junior women in the STEM with, um, freshmen and sophomores, that way we can, you know, if they're struggling with chemistry and someone's taking AP chemistry, they can, you know, help each other out and make sure that, like, we have women who are succeeding in STEM, because I think, um, you know, a lot of women face challenges in their STEM classes just because it is a male-dominated field, and most of the time, it's a male-dominated class, so... it's intimidating and it's it's very discouraging when you don't have the community that you feel supported in, and you're in a difficult class. Um, so we wanted to sort of provide that community that way. Um, if they needed extra help, or if they just wanted, you know, a place to do STEM of any kind, would be a place where they could kind of go and hang out, talk about STEM,
5: and help each other out. Yeah.
0: You know, so.
6: All right. uh, yeah, I applaud you and commend you guys because that—that's super important. Building that community, throughout the clubs, because that could, you know, really change and make a huge, everlasting, long impact on someone's career, especially at a, you know, the more de- developmental stages. So I applaud you at that. Um, now, throughout, uh, throughout, thus far in your careers um, in STEM, <coughs> um, <laughs> have you guys? Uh, we actually discussed this previously, but. We noted that on the STEM Day, uh, Women in STEM Day last year, you touched on how in the past uh, you guys have felt overstepped, Did there have been instances where you felt overstepped in the STEM um, sort of branch at STEM. Want to touch on that?
3: Um, You know, I think that a lot of people tend to have this idea that, oh, it's not like that anymore. And because, you know, there's a lot more more women in, like, the medical fields and all that kind of stuff. but. You know, definitely, even at South, I do feel that, where even if it's not, like, blatant misogyny, I constantly (laughs) feel the need to prove myself, Absolutely. because I I can feel it, like, in the way that people speak to me. You know, obviously, there's, like, great guys (laughs) at (laughs) South who totally treat me with respect, but, like, I feel a lot of the time that men, especially in my STEM classes, will talk down on me or talk to me as if I don't know what I'm doing. And so there's this constant feeling that I have to, like, you know, step it up and, like, show them that, like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, you don't have to, like, baby me, help me out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think there's, like, definitely some work that needs to be done in that realm because I think people focus a lot on the numbers and the, you know, the ratio of men to women in whatever field and in, like, whatever universities and all that stuff. And I think that socially even more you feel that, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 just adding on to what Hannah was saying, I think
4: um, I definitely feel the pressure of it's either I have to be, like, s- the smartest person in the room or, like, I'm stupid, you know what I mean? Like, I can't just exist and, like, make mistakes. Like, I, I, I constantly have to, like, prove myself, otherwise I'm not taking it seriously, which is, like, really difficult, especially in a learning environment you're supposed to be learning, you're supposed to be making mistakes, yeah. you're supposed to be um, growing, and I kind of feel like if I'm not constantly ahead or constantly proving myself, that no one's going to take me seriously, which is a really hard
1: one to yeah. And I feel very lucky that I've had all three of my like science teachers have been women, <laughs> I feel like, as well. so I feel like that has been kind of a comfort in when those experiences do happen in class. it's like you're working on oh like this is what I got and they're like mm, I'm gonna double check that before I believe you sort of thing Which, I know but whatever. Just, they're like <laughs> but like it's <coughs> nice to have a teacher that you can kind of depend on when maybe
0: Do you think that um, issue is mainly instigated by like student to student, or like teacher to student, or professor to student? Like, do you think it's more of like a you know like cultural issue between like the you know people trying to learn, or more of like a higher up issue from like professors and stuff like that?
3: Um, you know, I think there's a lot of nuance to that because um, I feel like you know me myself growing up, um, my mom's electrical engineer. Um, and you know she was surrounded by a lot of women in STEM, she went to MIT, so it's like, she really pushed me to go into STEM fields and like pursue science and all that stuff, and I feel like I got a lot of that um, influence from a lot of um, higher ups, like teachers and stuff, but I also feel like in a sense, like it's a good thing that I'm actually interested in that stuff, because if I wasn't, you know, I feel like a lot of people push... Like you have to do STEM on young girls who they think are smart mm-hmm. because they kind of look down on humanities, and I think that's another issue in itself, where it's like you're equating certain fields to a gender. Like if you, there's, I'm so interested in this. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like a girl who's like really smart. It's like oh, you don't want to waste that on humanities exactly. because you want to go into this male-dominated field Absolutely. and show the boys yeah. how how smart you are. And it's like true liberation for women would be if they could pursue the fields that they They're want, yeah. not just because, like, you want to prove the a point ratio, to a man. Basically. Because that, that in itself
4: is so male-centric, where it's yes. like, you're only smart to prove yourself to, to a man, a man. Yes. and it's like, you're only doing this for a man, not for yourself, you know what I mean? Like, you're not pursuing what you're comfortable or interested in for yourself, you're doing it so that mm, it's for a man, which is so interesting. Right.
0: Yeah. Interesting. What do you think that, like, notion comes from?
1: Yeah, that's it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think there's like...
3: Like, as students at South, like, do you think
2: you've noticed any of that kind of behavior? Yeah, um, I feel like where I've noticed it more, touching on your humanities versus STEM uh, point, I I definitely agree with that. I'm, like, somebody who takes more advanced classes in the humanities and not at all in the STEM, Mm -hmm. and I've definitely noticed the sort of vibe where, you worded it much better than I do, but, Mm -hmm. like, how the association with, um, women with the humanities, and... Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely seen that firsthand. I haven't really seen the, like, the stuff that goes on within, like, the high-level STEM classes, but I, from what I, what I'm hearing, it sounds like women in STEM is, like, really making a strong foundation going forward for, like, stuff like that to gradually dissipate. Because I remember how back, on your Women in STEM Day, I remember, I, I, I watched, like, few during, during a few blocks, and I just remember so many of these women who were so, who seemed so smart, um, talking about how it just was not a, the, the alumni talking about how it's just not a good, safe place for them yeah. here, which just sucks. Yeah, and, and
3: it's, it's a lot of little things too, yeah. like, I, I, know, you don't even like know. I had a math teacher freshman year, I'm not going to name drop, but he would always call me sweetie, or like oh. sweetheart. Oh, and yeah. that made me, like, not want to go to J-Block at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just didn't go to J-Block. Yeah, you <laughs> because know, this dude was like... like he'd be like, it's okay, honey, I'll help you out. And it's like... You're like... Ugh. Ugh. Right. Just because you excel in a masculine field doesn't mean that you're better yeah. than
5: someone who excels
3: in a feminine field. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Even
1: within
5: like STEM fields, like people perceive like biology, like software sciences as like oh, totally. easier, and then, like more like integrated yeah. than like, hard sciences like maths, Yes, like physics because it's more male dominated. So there's even
3: like a hierarchy within STEM. Fields. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You, can, yeah. It's you can't. escape <laughs> it. you <laughs> in, <you're> inescapable. <laughs> the patriarchy. <Yeah. laughs>
2: you mentioned that it was uh, you spoke a little bit on internalized misogyny do you feel like some of the pressure comes not only from like the patriarchy and other men but sometimes even from other women
4: yeah I'm sure it can definitely be perpetuated by other women again it's like part of it is subconscious and part of it is probably intentional but I think um, yeah I think I've definitely grown up and been accustomed to sort of like certain societal norms that have been you know that have stemmed from misogyny Patriarchy, and I'm definitely trying to, you know, put myself in environments where I can unlearn and, um, you know, better myself in terms um, mindsets. But I definitely think it's difficult.
1: Just growing up, yeah. I feel like that touches back to what you said about like how it's like if you're not the smartest in the class, like you don't whatever you yeah. miss the cutoff, and it's like I think that is probably partially like you know coming from like, self-inflicted about, yeah. like, if, you, oh, like, oh, I'm not the top student in this class, like, uh, no no use in, like, keep crying, I guess, I don't know. Like, that, I don't know if it, if I've necessarily had specific experiences about, like, toxic women within the STEM fields, but I'm sure it, it definitely happens.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some internalized misogyny there, like, um, I'm not gonna lie, like, as a kid growing up, um, you know, I was always my math class, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, when I was, like, younger, and when I would see another woman come in, girl, because mm-hmm. I like, I was, like, yeah. I was <laughs> and, like, and, like, um, <laughs> and if another girl comes in and starts excelling in the way that I did, that becomes jealousy mm-hmm. instead yeah. of me lifting her up, yeah. exactly. and, you know, it's become a learning curve, like, as I grow up of trying to um, dismantle that kind of mindset that I yeah, have exactly. of trying to be, like, oh, it's not like that I want to be the smartest in the past, but I want to be the best, like, the best girl, or whatever, and, like, that's yeah, such, yeah. and, like, I don't think that outright, but, like, deep in my mind, exactly. I can't get rid of that thought. So that's and, the life. Yeah. It. yeah. yeah. I
5: feel like it's so competitive, and, like, there's that, like, feeling of jealousy, because there's yeah. already, like, not a lot of space for a lot of girls experience. in yeah. some fields, so you feel like if you want to, like, stay there, and you, like, really, like, want to excel in STEM, like, you have to, like, wait to be the best, and you have to assert yourself more than You know, it it comes back to like not comparing yourself to like other boys in your class, but like girls in your class. Mm -hmm. Which again, it's it's so hard to excel in
4: STEM fields when you're alone. Like when you're alone, yeah. It's which is why we're kind of trying to not only change our own mindset, but build a community so that we can uplift and support other women because it's literally like it's so difficult, like having this mindset and being, and then also trying to. Well, trying to. <laughs> yeah, I
3: think <laughs> girls are taught from such a young age to compete with one another. Yeah. Not with other men, but with other girls. Yeah. And I think that it's it you know, like you were saying it comes from other women, but like we have to I think as a whole women have to um individually dismantle that mindset in order to come together in the end like not that I want to place the blame on women because the blame is not on women but like you have to acknowledge these internalized mindsets because you know I am a feminist but I understand that like my thoughts I'm going to have those misogynistic thoughts like because it's ingrained in me you know I've been taught that from such a young age and I have to acknowledge the thoughts that I have that are wrong and why they're wrong in order to make any progress
1: like yeah, that like comes In yeah. dismantling these kind
4: of mindsets and yeah. obviously it's a societal structure that's certainly like the, the root, but I think there are small things that you can do to kind of change that. And
6: what's the worst part about that for me is how a lot of the time it's not even like you are saying, you have to dismantle that ideology that's been built and instilled in you this late in your, well not late, but at yeah. this point in time. Cause when you're growing up, it's a subconscious thing, like you've been taught, and that's why I respect you guys. You're trying to break that, which is important. You know, people undermine and, and forget the impact that a role model can have in one's life. And so, mm-hmm. if throughout your um, education I mean, if you're going through middle school, high school, elementary school, you don't see those role models, uh, you know, obviously instilling those, you know, breaking the stereotypes, if you will, and, and, and actually pushing the boundaries on what they can and can't, and should not, should not be able to do, you know, that's what's important, that's why, and from my experience, I've had a pretty, you know, great, uh, 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 education thus far in Newton South, because I've had Dr. Roy Chattery, freshman year, Mm. excuse me, shout out Dr. Roy Chattery, (laughs) I mean, one of my favorite teachers of all time, great teacher, and I think for her year had to do with presentation on Dr. Paula Hammond, if you guys know who that is, but she's a, another woman in STEM. But shout out her because we had the same birthday. That's all. Hey. Hey. Shout out Paula. Hey. Shout out Paula Hammond. But yeah, it's it's super important to break those boundaries and, and have those role models. Uh, like you said, uh, building that community is crucial.
0: Yeah, I can go for like kind of my experience that you asked a little bit ago. Like I think, unfortunately, like like a said, like I haven't. I don't like notice that much of it. I feel like a lot of it goes more unnoticed and it's more like in trends, um, of what's happening versus like like major events. I think that's like more how I feel. It's not like uh, it's like yeah, I feel like I haven't noticed that much of it, but it's probably just because like I'm not looking out for it and I'm falling in line and not doing anything about it. I mean it self-specifically
1: in this <laughs> garbage.
6: Sorry, sorry
1: like... <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man.
2: talked a little bit about unlearning and I feel like that's something you guys mentioned that you guys have to do in your own lives but I feel like like as men that's something that is we have to do on the same level um and honestly I feel like just in like the brief interactions I've had like this podcast as well as the women in stem day I've like learned so much um going forward like do you guys think you're gonna try to do more stuff like that because just like I can just speak firsthand on like, the impact that stuff like that has made like maybe you guys haven't realized on like what level it has but like what's the plan with stuff like that going forward I, I know well, I didn't articulate you. that very
3: well so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we'd love to do yeah. stuff like that more I mean that's that's the goal
1: yeah. so. so we want to have like stuff that's specific to girls, probably just, just to build that community specifically like kind of a space away from maybe behavior I guess but then also we, like you said it's important that we educate so that we're not just like kind of isolating ourselves we're trying to integrate into a more accepting society as a whole and like yeah. get everyone on the same page rather
0: than just having girls yeah yeah kind of like what Aiden was saying even just having like kind of that surface level like education or understanding mm-hmm. just makes you like more aware and I feel like it makes you know helps at least like a uh, male perspective makes the situation, like, um, easier for you to, like, watch out for. Yeah.
4: Like, before this, I'm not weird, but were you guys kind of aware of the disparities that women kind of faced in STEM fields, or, or is this kind of, like, a good...
2: I mean, yes, but I, I think it brings it to the next level, talking about people, your peers that you're interacting with in your everyday life that you have classes with, that you've probably ex- witnessed, like, biases and, like, messed up stuff happen to, and, like, you might not have even said just it. Just by your hat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, like, yeah.
3: Yeah, I think little comments a lot. Um, you know that I would get a lot is people would be like, "Oh my God, you're so smart, you're so good at this," yeah, and yeah. they'd be like shocked. And it's, it's like, up. what oh, is yeah. like, what is so shocking? And you don't you want to like, be the girl that's <laughs> like,
1: hey, look, like, is a compliment. Yeah, I'm just, just like, like oh, like, thanks.
3: Hey, uh, hey, like, why yeah, are, are you so
1: shocked? It's let so tough because you don't want to like yeah. let it slide, but also you don't want to call out everything because then like you like you're the angry woman instead. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> like, yeah. It's just important to like try to be aware.
3: Yeah, like just like think critically about like why you think. you're yeah.
1: yeah. Which
4: again is kind of why
5: we're trying to do this and why
2: we started the club is just to spread awareness of like this. Yeah. Sure. We can do how. It works
0: like, yeah, well, it's garbage day. It's Sorry, garbage, sunset. I mean, like... Yeah. It, <laughs> really it's not right. like it's a board. It's not just one garbage truck. There are, like, at least nice seven. Yeah. 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 I like
1: it. I'm glad you like <laughs> it. I... Like yeah, yeah. Alright, a lot of... But, uh, he knows, he knows
5: a lot of garbage
0: trucks I here, but...
6: I'm just gonna do it again. Silencing okay. women in really sure that's what doing.
0: Okay, uh, as the garbage trucks roll around for maybe the 15th, 16th time, <laughs> not sure how much, gar- uh, how much garbage Aiden's house produces, but clearly it is a lot. Um, as we wrap up this episode, we got to finish it off with the, the Geese Report, and today we'd like to uh, maybe invite our guests to give a little geese Report if they have something.
2: Yeah, please.
4: You potential women potential to them club advisors. No pressure. Yeah. Making yeah, you know pressure. You're your no your pressure. Listening tonight, you're listening, we want. You respond to our emails,
3: please. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and are there any closing statements you guys want to make about maybe people who would like to join the club this year as uh, underclassmen? or just?
3: Yeah, I mean, keep it on theme. Shout out freshmen. Make sure you come to the club fair. Yeah. We're going to have an awesome club fair stand. It's going to be great. Come say hi. And there are also leadership positions available for next you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out you guys. nobody so
1: shout out. If we're wrapping up,
3: um, shout out women. Keep it up. <laughs> shout out. <women>. Keep <laughs> up shout the good Stan, work. Stan. Yeah. <laughs> Join the
1: club.
6: <laughs> and for those of us who, uh, like we said earlier, may not be, where where can we find you guys again? Instagram.com/slash. NSHS
0: Women in STEM. Alright, alright. Thanks for having us. Right, this is a yeah. phenomenal episode. Yeah. Educational, and interesting. Yeah,
3: we actually did talk about feminist theory.
0: Wow, well, well, we got I'm going to did. I thought we did that.
3: Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Right. What
1: episode? Can you tell is out. Oh,
0: right. Yes, yeah. Nebacast. <laughs>